Hey everybody, welcome to the New World Pictures Podcast. The end of <laughs> Mark's miserable, marvelous May is upon us. I never been... want it to end. I don't want it to end God, either. It's just so I fun can... to watch Mark be miserable. It's so fun. It is great. The great thing about it though is that like any good superhero franchise, there will be sequels. Ooh! So, mm, but this is the end no, of no. Marvelous May number one. If you've been listening, we've been going through all the movies uh, that uh, New World owned because they owned Marvel in the late 80s. And into the 90s, they were making TV movies as well as some theatrical movies that we may, we'll have to get to next year in the sequel. Mm. But uh, this is a very special bonus episode because we are going to be ranking all of the 90s MCU. And for all you kids who are going, oh, cool, X-Men, Spider-Man, hold on. We're talking the '90s, the 1990s MCU. A little bit different. By the way, I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is Mark. I'm so happy that we have reached this pivotal point of May, where we can move on to happy, fun movies that we'll be talking about in June. And for all the listeners who can't see Mark, he was shaking his head through that entire thing. He was shaking his head. I don't think he even knew it. How do I rank? How do I rank these movies? <laughs> with your heart. With your heart, Mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, Eric is with us. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, I can't wait for the sequel. Woo! Mark's Miserable Marvelous May 2024. Here we go. Let's go. I'm pre-ordering tickets. Oh, you so- guys hate me so much. <laughs> and joining us for this episode, we have a very special guest. You have heard him on our episodes android and the wrong guys you know him from the brothers from another planet podcast Tarek davis is joining us for this episode all right, all right how y'all doing good so happy, happy to, to have you. you so happy to have you back Tarek. uh let's get through your socials here real quick we normally do this at the end of the episode we'll all be damned if we're gonna do that here we're gonna get through it now everybody <laughs> you're already on your phone it's time to follow Tarek davis at Tarek r davis on Instagram and on Twitter as well, right? On Twitter and TikTok. Yeah, you can find me in those three spaces. And uh, yeah, I and post you should, frequently. You should definitely be checking those uh, Tarek oh. out on the socials, especially the his TikToks. TikToks are... They are gold. I can't wait oh, for the yes. latest uh, video, uh, whatever it might be. Just ruminating as you're walking through the park. Uh, the noir style detective doing the lyrics. Like I, I, I love them all. I, I can't wait to oh, see them. So yeah. Yeah, Thanks, buddy. So you bet, dude. We, we got time on our hands today. So, <laughs> <laughs> these days we got times on our hands, and that's that's so. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a fun outlet, and um, yeah. Speaking of fun outlets, I'm happy to talk about these movies. Uh, <laughs> Someone had fun before we get into the ranking. Though, <laughs> it's got to be yeah. uh, before we get into the ranking. Let's. I want to really quickly talk to you, Tarek, about because uh, I feel like you and I are very similar. Uh, growing up in the '90s, watching these movies, but you—you—you—how many of these had you seen before? I've seen all of them. Okay, um, some Good of them multiple you. times. Oh yes. Good oh, for yes. you. Good yeah. for you. Wow. <laughs> 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 Mark, I like. I remember seeing an ad. For the Fantastic Four movie mm-hmm. in a magazine, like I was a I was a comic nerd, and so this is pre-internet, 
So Days of Fangoria, Starlog mm-hmm. Magazine, um, Wizard Magazine, um, you know, like baseball cards and comic books. Like those were the days for me. And so, yeah, I remember seeing a, um, I remember seeing an ad. We had a local video store. And I remember the summer was like, you know, it, they would have uh, little pamphlets of like what movies were coming out. And like, um, you know, like, so if it's May, it's like, all right, so this is what our slate is for June and for mm-hmm. July. And I remember like Captain America, they made a Captain America movie. <laughs> and I was like, I got to see uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We got to see this. Yeah. And uh, put an early reserve for that bad boy. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. Nobody, wow. nobody VHS but me. And little <laughs> did I know that no one wanted to touch the VHS. <laughs> <laughs> no one was going to be reserving a copy except for me. You went up to the, to the you were like, hey, did you put that aside for me? Uh, we didn't, yeah. but it's here. So <laughs> I'm like, just keep yeah, the copy. Good. It's here. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll bring it back. I'll rewind to be kind. Don't you worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. It's not any big deal. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the thing. We're going to be going through these movies. This was our Marvel Cinematic Universe in the 1990s. This is what we had to go off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all going to be going through our own individual rankings. We're going to start with Tarek. We're going to go to the miserable Mark and then Erica and then me. <laughs> um, these are the movies that we have. Yeah. We're going to start at six and go to one. So that's where we're going to start. Yeah, um, okay. But does anyone have any uh, ranking? Are you? What did you use? Did anyone use any tactics in ranking? I mean, I use my um, tactic that I use for every episode, which is, is, is it fun? Right. Is, is it, fun? it fun? Is it fun? So that was my approach. Yeah. That's my approach with everything. <laughs> so it's going from least fun to most fun for you. Yeah. 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 Tara? Okay. Uh, my ranking was... Uh, <laughs> How does it hold up as a film? Like just oh. as a film. <laughs> okay. Oh no. So, <laughs> oh. so your list is empty almost. <laughs> yes. Uh, like I'm watching some of these, and like you know, some of them are made for TV movies. So like, you know, you try to grade on a curve with those. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. But you know, I'm I'm like I'm looking at. All right. Some of them have, like, you see some of these casts and you see some of these names. It's like, all right, that's a good actor, you know? You know, like, I can't. That's a good actor. Is he going to bring it? Uh, is he going to elevate this? Or is he just getting a check? Um, <laughs> right. So, like, right. that, like, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at, like, all right, what, you know, how are the action scenes? How are they actually bringing across? I think a big thing that I'm giving points for, like, how are they bringing across the character or the subject material into the cinematic reality. Mm-hmm. And mm. a lot of them have to be graded on the curve, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. that, those are, those are my rankings. I'm just like, all right, how did you, how did you actually accomplish the task of making a comic book movie? Right. Right. Good. I, mine is also as usual based on, my probably what I would rewatch first, so it's all mm. in my rewatchability. So it'll go from probably the one I will re. And I'll be honest, I rewatch any of these, but I'm going to start with the one I would probably rewatch the latest out. Yes, 
Yes. Uh, so that's kind of how I made that li- this list. I'll just throw in what I used to as my basis. Course was, mark. Was how long did this movie feel to me? <laughs> <laughs> we all have our own Some standards. Felt longer than others, and that okay. had nothing to do with how long the movie was. Sure, of course, because they're generally all pretty short. They're all generally around 90 minutes for the mm-hmm. most part. They are. So, yeah. But some but I some paused and looked at the time 90. and said to <laughs> some I looked I paused and looked at the time and said, "Fuck, really? We're I still through? have that much to watch." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. There it is. That that was <laughs> right. my basis for ranking. Should I should I go through the titles or should we just launch, uh, dive in? Yeah, go through the titles. Okay, so let's go through the titles. Let's go through the titles. Let's go through the titles. I don't the night overruled. For the 90s MCU. <laughs> <laughs> we would start with 1990. We have The Death of the Incredible Hulk TV movie, Captain America. We then go into 1994 with the unreleased, still unreleased Fantastic Four, produced by Roger Corman, which... May seem like we're cheating by putting that on there, but that was a significant film, regardless of its release, whether it was released. People knew about this movie. Um, uh, then we get uh-huh. into 1996, Generation X, another TV movie. And then we get into 1998, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Blade. I have a feeling, if you've just heard those titles, you might get a sense of what number one might be. We could be surprised. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. But I think we might know. We might know. But everything leading up to number one is going to be a surprise. Tarek, let's start with you. What's the first one, your number six on your list? My number six is Fantastic Four. (laughs) Okay. 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 Wow. That's my number six. Uh, You really lean into that. Does it hold up as a film? (laughs) Really lean into that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't uh I mean, I can't get past the the arm. <laughs> oh my gosh, the it's arm out the limo, out the limo. It's like a full with a white glove on top. Like, is there a sale going on somewhere? Is it yeah, it's one of those blow up guys. It's just... <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I'm gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> it is. It is like they just they put a pool noodle and they just put I love when you first see it. You if. When they first show it, it's pulling away and it pops out. And so I was like, what? Yeah. And then you get the longer shot of it. But I lo- it's even funnier, I think, with that quick, like, boop, he pops that it's, arm out right away. Oh, It's the one time where it doesn't sound painful for him to use his powers. Because every time he stretches, right. the sound effect they use makes it sound like, oh, oh, that's... Oh, he's oh, not going that well. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts. I have to imagine that, like, he's in the limo with Sue Storm, his wife, like... She's got to be like, please stop. Like, mm-hmm. Please stop saying goodbye. <laughs> weird. Who did I marry? Um, you married a man you've been in love like, with. It's a very. 12. That's who you're married to. This year's 12. It's a very <laughs> fun film, but I can't 
I can't escape the idea that it feels like it was shot on VHS in Stan Lee's backyard. Like, mm. it feels like mm-hmm. America's mm-hmm. funniest home mm-hmm. And that's very fun. <clears throat> do yes. I want to rewatch it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, like, yes. It's, it's like, you know, uh, on, on the did it actually succeed in bringing to life the Fantastic Four? No. It was, it did not succeed on that level. It succeeds on a lot of other levels. It's a, I would call this a bless her heart film. A bless her heart. (laughs) (laughs) Bless her heart. Uh, And yeah, uh, Robert Culp's son playing Dr. Doom. Mm -hmm. It's just, Mm -hmm. bless his heart. Like it's, (laughs) yeah, it's, I really, to be a fly on the wall of that set. Where I'm like, yeah, you guys, you didn't know this was a tax write-off? Like, <laughs> you guys didn't know this was a producer situation? And I think that's another reason why I rank it so low. Just knowing that the behind-the-scenes, like, how the cast was treated and, like, how the film wasn't released and, like, how everyone was just like, yeah, we didn't know that y'all were just, this was just a scam. So it's a very fun, goofy movie. But I feel for the actors who are just like, yeah, man, we're trying to work. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, uh, you guys could have gave us a better budget and you could have been there for the film. But yeah. somebody wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. did, now, when did you first see this? Do you do you remember when you first saw it? Did you see it back in the, in the 90s or? I saw it in the 90s. Um, I saw it in the 90s and this was another, this was one of those, it was similar to, um, I remember hearing about the film. They had that infamous cast photo where you see the thing. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I forget which magazine I saw that on, but it was a black and white like photo. It may have been like a cracked magazine or something like that. That, they were you know, on, they did advertise it was like, on the cover of Film Threat. I remember they had it on a cover of that magazine. Yeah. I mean, they tried to make and it sound, re- seem like a legit film was about to happen. And then... Exactly. And so I remember, like, they were like, yeah, coming out this summer. And it was like, so the film was made in what year? Um, 1990. So I may have... I think I saw... It came out in 94. Oh. Uh, and I, where, when it was shot, exactly, uh, That that's a, you know, that's a good question. I'm not sure when exactly it was shot. But that's when it was... It, it was supposed to come out and did not. Yeah, I remember seeing it sometime later, but it was in the 90s. I was in either, I think I was in high school when I saw it. And I was like, this is trash. (laughs) Um, I remember being surprised at the time of the actor playing Johnny Storm because I was like, he had a career. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sounds terrible, but I was just like, he, you know, he was, uh, um, he did these movies for Disney in the 80s uh, where he was an android. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He was uh, also in Uncle Buck. He was in Uncle Buck. Like he, he would played pop Bug. He played like, the, yeah, bad, the boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. He had a legit um, career. He was going he, he was, you know, he he was doing a lot of work. So he was doing a lot of work. And so I remember being like, he must be a fan of the comic book. Right. Right. And I can imagine, like, you know, yeah, I'll do this film. I get to play, you know, Johnny Storm and you know, him thinking like this was going to be a thing and it wasn't, but he gives mm-hmm. it his all in the, in the, he does. 
They all do. Not, they, all they all do. Yeah, they all do. Didn't they raise yeah. their own money to hire a PR firm to try to PR it because they were trying to get ready for the premiere and they didn't feel this the studio, what Concord was not doing enough to promote it? <clears throat> I, I believe that they did try to, yeah. Um, because this was, you know, they, I'm sure, like, they had to pay their agents. And yep. if they had publicists at the time, I'm sure, like, they had to, you know, this film was an opportunity for them. Yeah. And so yeah. when it didn't come out, it's, it's especially for the, I feel really bad for the actor who played Reed. And I remember seeing photos of him bringing his kids on set and meeting Stan Lee. And I'm like, yeah, this was supposed to be a transition for these guys. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. This is when Stan Lee was also living in L.A. and working for Marvel Entertainment. And so he was a part of, you know. Yeah. He's part of the the, the press machine for Generation X and for these other stuff that's Marvel's, that Marvel's doing. So, you know. Um, I'm almost more fascinated in the pre-production. Yeah. Who right. thought? Yeah. Fantastic Four, let's do that. I'm like. I really wanted to be one of the people in the room, but like, let's, let's, let's hold on. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm, but uh, you know, let's see what else we got on the table. Like, what other characters <laughs> that maybe right. don't require like, right, right, multi-million-dollar special effects, right? Even in right. the '90s, like, right, you know. It, yeah. um, I remember thinking that when I read, when I saw it. I mean, I probably I either saw it in '95. Mm-hmm. I think I saw 95 or 96 around there. But I remember being like, there's so many other characters you could have done. Captain America, Daredevil, right. or something where you didn't need like somebody to stretch themselves or you didn't need a you didn't need somebody to be the thing. And you didn't mm-hmm. need a guy to like light on fire. Um No, especially <laughs> like in the nineties when you know you couldn't you couldn't go to the video store without bumping into a B level action movie mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. right right mm-hmm. i was just like why what was what was so difficult about just making that transition but right and there's something too uh, like to what you're saying and i know that there's more that we'll we'll eventually have to get into with this movie but you know for people to show up on set of the fantastic four knowing that roger corman's producing it has to feel like i mean with all due respect obviously we owe this podcast to roger corman we're big fans of roger corman but like you know, he's not right. going to put a ton of money into it because that's what Roger Corman does. He doesn't put tons of money right. into things. So like, was that not a tip off? You know, lots to explore with that one. But lots to explore. But yeah, that's that's my number six. Okay. I like I said, all of these films are a gem and they shine in their own way. <laughs> this one doesn't shine <laughs> as bright as the others. All right, Mark, you're number six. Well, I could have just as easily picked Fantastic Four. In fact, I could pick any of these and put them at number six or number five or any of the other numbers that we'll eventually get to. But my number six is Captain America. Mm. Because this is not a superhero movie. This is a movie about a guy who gets a treatment for polio and can now play incredible frisbee golf <laughs> is super into parkour mm-hmm. and travels manages to get frozen unfreezes and starts dating his high school sweetheart's daughter mm-hmm. yeah. that is yep. what mm-hmm. this movie is about 
Yeah. So it's the least superhero. It's, it's the dream. Of all the superhero <laughs> movies. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it feels long. So it just long. Feels like, mm-hmm. It, it feels very. It's very very long. And not only is it long, but at times you can't help but you can't help but notice that Sharon is it Sharon who he travels with. Mm-hmm. Is a better spy than him. Yes. Like mm-hmm. she yes. can, she knows foreign languages. She can mm-hmm. read maps. She can drive cars. She seems to be able to find the evil lair wherever it may be in whatever country. And he's just sort of fumbling along again because mm-hmm. he's not a superhero. Right. He's just yeah. a guy who was frozen and came back and was in modern time. Was like, I guess I gotta keep doing this Captain America thing because I have this suit. But she's the better superhero. The mm-hmm. movie really yes. should have been about her. Yeah. Um, and then there's no real tension leading up to this movie until the very end when suddenly a bomb is introduced <laughs> five mm-hmm. minutes before the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, where was that this whole time? Um, and we talked about it in the episode. I'll give it one point, a one plus point, which is it's incredibly funny that w- why the Red Skull didn't cut off Captain America's hand and chose to cut off his own hand. Yes. <laughs> makes no sense, but it is the funniest part of the movie. And yes. I listened to that our episode about that. And I think Ryan I mean, like how he was like, wait, why? Oh, I, I could have, damn it. I made a mistake. Could have done that, I guess, but also ain't nothing wrong with a yank. <laughs> <laughs> what wrong with a Get off my hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Get off my hand. Get it, yeah. 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 You know how to get somebody to let go of your hand. Yes. You're yeah. a super soldier, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Uh, he literally cries for help. And that's, he literally turns to yeah. Mussolini. <laughs> He's got my hand. He's holding my hand. Help. <laughs> I can't let go of his grip. Yeah. I love the fact that you're right that he she is a better super spy, uh, Sharon, and I love that he brings her to Italy. And I know I said this in the episode, but I love that he brought her to Italy and then he's like, And now I gotta ditch you on the street because it's dangerous. So I'd rather just leave you right in a foreign land on the street in a place yeah, in a place that I'm presuming you have no idea where you are. Yeah, as it turns out, right. I mean, she knows the language. Least... She's way more prepared than he is. Mm-hmm. But they, he, of course, he definitely... is like, I gotta just take the wheel literally here and ditch you. See ya. Good luck to you. I'm a superhero. Here they, here they definitely flew coach. Probably eleven hours with a layover. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> he finally gets there and he's like, "I gotta go. You're on your own." Yeah. <laughs> Using the same move. Using the same, same one move. move. Same yeah. move. Oh my stomach! Uh, I'm gonna oh. be sick. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna be sick. Let's pull over. Yeah, he. That's. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like she, they had to watch movie. This is this is 1990. This is way back when with you. He's just having to try to make small talk when there's not movies playing on a big screen as he flies yeah. over. You get one movie, everyone gets. He to knows enjoy he's it. gonna ditch her. He yeah. knows he's gonna ditch her at some point. He's like, oh, I just, I don't want to bond too much. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if he just slept yeah. the entire flight. Yeah. Did he? He probably did. He was used to sleeping. He probably did. 
Yeah, that's right. When he goes out, he goes out cold. <laughs> he goes, yeah. Oh, there oh. it is. Zinger. Yeah. Well, you know what? Ride that wave because not to steal your thunder, yep. but Captain America's also my number six. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for all, all the reasons right. you listed and also for uh, fake ears attached to the mask. Yeah. Yeah, we, once yeah. you see that, yeah. you can oh, never you unsee, unsee it. it. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee yeah. that. You yeah. just are like, look mm-hmm. at those dead ears. Uh, yeah. I want to touch those dead ears. <laughs> I want to reach out. Uh, Mr. President, what are you doing? Just stand still. Stand still for a second. Don't move. I want to touch these. <laughs> the friendship he has with Ronnie Cox as the president is magical. It's, I, it's, it's magical. It's so great. It's, I... <clears throat> I truly, I I enjoy it. Uh, it's I have so many things to say about that film, <laughs> um, but I, I think we should all get through our rankings. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll yeah. get what we'll, you we'll, we'll, uh, we're gonna. You will touch on it well, for sure. When I look at it in the context of this six, it's the least fun. So hmm. without revealing mm, the rest mm, of my mm, ranking. Mm. When I think back, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. What, what do I want to rewatch? Absolutely not that one. Hmm. It's not fun. Huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's a little dour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little dour. It's like a little boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you recall. Well, it, sure did, it did have J.D. Salinger's two, son. So It took me two I mean, watches. Yeah. I mean, the course is going to be a little, din- a little dour. I feel like this, the film would have really benefited from two things. Another rewrite. And another edit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And rewrites impossible. I'd be fascinated to see, like, is there footage on the cutting room floor? What would another edit look like? Because watching this mm-hmm. film, there are some cuts. Where yeah. I'm like, there was more there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you guys needed to cut. Like, I feel like there was definitely more. There's definitely more stuff between Cap and Bernie. Mm-hmm. Um, that they kind of cut and go super fast, and I'm like, and then when they flash forward, I'm like, some of these scenes don't make sense. I feel like there's some context missing. Like mm-hmm. her husband was really buff and uh, was giving like you know doesn't have lines, but he's giving a performance. I'm like, no, there's a scene, there's a scene that's cut. Yeah. It's going home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. There is a, like a director's cut you can find online where you can find oh, wow. some some stuff that Ugh, uh, no was, was cut out of it. But it is a lot. It is a lot of like talking scenes. There is not a lot of yes. action because they they had their budget slashed so much that they weren't able to like you know they couldn't add any more action to it. Totally so, yes, but they definitely have more of Steve Rogers talking to people. So there, yeah, is, yeah. A, there is more of that. <laughs> so well, uh, so uh, tell me about Tank. <laughs> huh. Huh. Yeah, orange juice, yeah. instant orange juice. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, all right. It's a little, a little sandy. Yeah, I should have stirred it up more. He's got a lot of drinks to catch up on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yes. My number six. number six. My number six is. Uh, I feel like uh, I. I know my 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 co-host here might be disappointed, but my number six. And again, I found these all enjoyable. I will rewatch all these, but my number six is the death of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. That's my. What? Just. That's your number six. Yeah, that's my number six. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Ryan bad, Ryan wrong. <laughs> Ryan number six, not correct. Well, in terms of rewatchability, like we're talking about stuff right. being a little slow. There's a lot of slow moments in Death and Incredible Hulk. As we talked about in our episode, there's a ton of stuff that I obviously really enjoyed. So that's where I'm starting out because I'm like, I enjoyed a lot of the Death of Incredible Hulk. So understand that. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. song that that plays when he falls through the sky. I mean, the song oh, made it not number six. That for song alone. Literally everyone else. I mean, my <laughs> lord, it is. <laughs> and the yeah, longest it's fall. So it's so, so long. sad, but it's it's he's sprawled out. Yeah. I, Legs and arms mm-hmm. sprawled out. Like, I love, he's... like, it, in the meetings, what are they like? Okay, we got to kill the Incredible Hulk. How are we going to kill the Incredible Hulk? Well, what are we going to drop an atomic bomb on him? No, we we can't. We can't do that. No, no, no. Uh, what are we going to do? Just he, he's in a base and it blows up. We'll just do a giant. Ex- nope, we can't do that. Uh, now, what if he just falls out of a plane? <laughs> it gets, um, but it's the I Hulk, mean, right? The Hulk is not Bruce. Or David Banner. It's not David falling out. It's yeah. it's Hulk, right? You missed the whole yeah, point of the movie, man. You missed it. <laughs> He's, but his falling is symbolic of his giving up. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, we're that's giving right. up. Because oh. we don't have another idea how to kill him. Right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Wow. Yeah, I, and I'm look, so upset about your number six. I know. I I I, I thought it would get. I would get. This is upsetting. I, I get some people that would get upset with mm. about this, and I and I'm sorry, but uh, you know, to, that that's my number six. I, I you know, I, I, I understand. Ryan, comes, I understand. <laughs> thank you, Mark. <laughs> I understand. Um, he, he's going to understand any of the low rankings. <laughs> yeah. In fact, as I brought up in the episode. Uh, Bill Bixby is older than the woman yes. who plays Mrs. Pratt. And they were like, you're like a son to us. I'm like, well. <laughs> or like a cousin, maybe. Yeah. Emphasis <laughs> on familial, like, familial. like a son. Uh, like uh, a son. You know, a uh, fun uncle. <laughs> yeah. A fun like older a fun cousin mm-hmm. that, that is older Old still cousin. than me, mm-hmm. Mrs. Pratt. Because yeah. you are older than me. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, so that's my number six. Let's get into number five. Now that I've started off with a bang here, we had to have you know I had to do something that was upsetting. I understand. I knew it was going to happen. Number five, though, I'm Tarek. Here. What's your What's your number five? I mean, we're staying on the same film. Okay. Uh, okay. I wow. And um, I will tell you why. Okay. So I recorded each Incredible Hulk movie on VHS. Okay. Okay. And uh, Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember the the other one. Um, Return. Return of the Incredible Hulk was the first one, and Return of the Incredible Hulk is just good. So is the Trial of the Incredible Hulk. They both, to me, were top tier, and I remember uh, Ryan showing me. He's got yes. the hard copy. I, I, the, the DVD so of, of the trial and of the uh, the, the Incredible oh, Hulk double DVD, and, double feature. And the trial of the Incredible Hulk. Oh, I'm going to have to order that. They and, were so fun for me. Um, and so these that was the late 80s. Mm-hmm. And right when I just 
started getting into comic books right when I had just found out who Daredevil was and who Thor was. And my dad, he got me into comics and specifically Marvel comics first. And I started with, you know, DC when I was a kid, the Superman film. But when I started reading comics, it was Marvel. And so when I saw the introduction of those characters, I was like, yo, these movies are incredible. They, it's, it was the Marvel MCU pre-MCU. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, this is a blast. And so I like, I think I have football practice or something like a banquet when the, the uh, Death of the Incredible Hulk. And I was like, I am not going. I am taping and watching this film. They are so fun for me. They are so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Nothing. None of my accomplishments as an athlete are as important as this. <laughs> I should have gone to the banquet. <laughs> I was so, and so I can't even rewatching it. I'm still that like 12 year old, 13 year old. Like I'm still really disappointed. I'm like, oof, this is, where's the fun? And then I found out much older when I got much older, I was just like, oh, she was supposed to be black widow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But they didn't, I don't think they had the rights. And they were going to do all this other cool stuff and connect. And Matt, I think Matt Murdock was going to show up again. And like, they just didn't have that. So this was the film they had. Having said that, everyone is acting their asses off. Yes. Yes. Bill Bixby, like the writing's incredible. It's just for me, I, this isn't the Erica camp for me. I'm just like, this just isn't fun for me. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I I can only see how much more fun it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And my first two experiences taint this last one, and it's the death of the Incredible Hulk. And I'm like, that's it. And then Bill Bixby died, and I was just like, this is it's really sad. This yeah. is really sad for me. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it's just it kills the it kills the fun for me. And so that's why it's my number five. Yeah. I understand. That makes sense. Mark, Mark makes gets sense hit. to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Mark, what is your number five? Number five, Generation X. <gasps> oh, I thought that might rank a little low for you. This movie, I mean, look, I, I we had the pleasure, truly the pleasure of t- talking with Jack Shoulder about this movie, and I, there's a lot that I appreciate about this movie. Um, but it, it goes all over the place and it can't decide what it wants to be. And from the cold open it, and I, we said this in the episode, it comes off almost like a parody of a superhero movie. Like the lines are so like, wait, is this supposed to be a send up of a, a superhero movie? It also feels the most like a TV movie to me. Yes, mm-hmm. it's and I know it was a pilot for a se- what was supposed to be a series, but it feels very much like a TV movie. You have super you have superheroes that have very odd like what is, what's her name in the beginning that just like, manages to whip up wind and that pisses people off. Emma but, Frost, she, Emma Frost, but yeah, yes. she like it's not like she destroyed anything. She just 
who does not Ripped have the powers wind. to conduct wind. It is not. It is not a something no. that she's actually <laughs> able to do. But right. But, but she did. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> it's. Uh, uh, but I mean, the reason why I it, I mean, it wasn't number six on my list is obviously Matt Frewer, who's doing. I mean, he's doing he's doing the work. He's doing the work. That guy is, he is doing, doing the work. The work. <clears throat> they he could have mailed in that whole part, and he was like, "Nope, I am. I may be the Marvel Universe version of Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, but I am yes. doing it." And <laughs> it's incredibly enjoyable. Unfortunately, it's bookended by a rest of a movie that you're like, I I don't know yeah. what I don't know. I, I don't care about the love interest. I don't get I the why are they all sharing rooms? They're in a giant castle, but they all have yeah. to share bedrooms and one bathroom. That makes no sense. <laughs> uh, you know, I just I got hung up on those things. And maybe <laughs> if I could let those things go, I'd enjoy this movie Mark, more. But I could had to take I over couldn't. the whole wing was dedicated to the secret to room the rock that climbing is that dream machine and yeah. the rock climbing wall. Yeah. The rock climbing wall. I understand. <laughs> rock climbing wall takes up a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a touch the metal knob and so when the rock hits you in the head it will it'll shatter right right like who made that <laughs> why would you make this device mm-hmm. it's and what parent was like that place seems pretty safe for my child yeah well, that seems really signing. Safe. well if it wasn't for if they don't go to the school then they go to camps so they gotta go right. to, it's either the school or mutant camps yeah. You don't have to convince me. You don't want me. to go to the mutant camps. Don't want to go to those yeah. mutant camps. <laughs> no. At least at the school, they have a football. Because they have every one kid loves football. football. They have one football. At all ages. One Just one football. <laughs> Get out there. Figure it out. Yeah. It does feel the most like a television film. It Very much. Uh, and yeah, um, Matt Fewer is doing the work and yeah, I will save I will save. That's all I'll say. Yeah. It's all right. my yeah. Okay, Eric. I'm glad you understand. I'm glad you all understand. We, we understand, Eric. <laughs> now you're number five. My number five is Fantastic Four. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why. Whoa. Okay. Here's why. Okay. Um, I thought it might rank higher. It opens with Punky Brewster's dad as the professor. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh. it does. Yep. I was like, oh, (laughs) never see him again. You never see him again. You don't see him again. You don't see him again. Yeah. Um, So I had a problem with that. I I have a problem with a 10 year jump. 10 years is a long time. Yeah. And everybody measures 10 Mm -hmm. years a different way. So some characters, it felt like 10 years. It was like nothing. It was like yesterday. And others, it was very dramatic very significant years yeah so had a big beef with that i think just the story in general is very confusing it's as if you already know these characters and you're familiar with them and they can be just called by like reed and i was like wait who is this guy like it took me a while to kind of connect the dots and i feel Mm -hmm. sort of familiar with the characters right but there's absolutely no setup Mm -hmm. so you really kind of have to know who they are going in Mm-hmm. But I think uh-huh. uh, my biggest beef in the whole movie throughout from start to finish was there was too much facial touching. 
too many people touched other people's faces and i don't like that i don't like it, it oh, don't. it's so gross it's so gross like, you ever yeah, seen face off a... oh face off yeah. is oh, the worst yeah. oh i've mentioned it I, that whole oh it, it drove me nuts watching it in the theater at the moment it was i was like is that a thing do dad do parents do no. that i would be like get your get your hand off my face what are you doing <laughs> I don't know if it's a thing. That's a yank. That's a yank situation. Don't touch me. It's yucky. See, thinking about it, it just—it was too much facial touching. (laughs) Yeah, Doom at one point like runs his fingers over his doctor's mouth. What? Yeah, and you can hear like the little clicky, clicky, clicky. Yeah, (laughs) I've never even shaken. I didn't shake the hand of the doctor who delivered my two kids. I'm absolutely not going to touch my primary care physician's lips. That is off limits. It's not happening. It's too much. It's too much. Did he ask you? Like, can you touch my lips? I don't like that. Before you leave, could you please touch my lips before we wrap this up? And the the bummer is, understood. We have that kind of relationship. <laughs> we have a connection. Look, I also have a beef with if the thing can change back to his human form, why did he attend that wedding as the thing? Mm. <laughs> that yeah. felt like a flex. Wow. That felt like a weird flex. Yep. Yep. Like it's your wedding, it's your day, it's all about you, but hey, like check me out. I'm shirtless and I'm the thing. Well, that felt like a weird But he's comfortable flex. with himself now. He's more comfortable with who he oh, no. is. Yeah. It felt yeah. like a weird no, flex. Some shit, some shit went wrong at the bachelor party and he's still not over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is the way yeah. I took that. Something. <laughs> something. But all that leads up to that final scene, which absolutely is the most ridiculous, hilarious uh-huh. thing I have ever uh, seen. It, but it's it, not enough. It wasn't enough yeah. for me to, yeah. to bump it not higher. Enough. So okay. it's, okay. it's it's my number not, five. Your number five. Okay. Oh my God. Oof. All right. My number five, Mark. I think you're gonna understand. My number five I hope is Generation so. X. What? Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. agree and <gasps> understand. Wow. And I've seen Generation X now many times. Cause not only did I watch it several times for the episode once we recorded it, but after we recorded it, I watched it a lot because listeners who've checked that episode out, you'll hear lots of clips from the movie. Mm-hmm. In the episode. So I rewatched almost the whole thing a couple times just to get to where all those clips are. Mm-hmm. So, I, again, uh, if we talk about fun rewatchability, this one just ranked a little lower to me. Uh, not only have I seen it many times, but it doesn't have some of these th- things we're talking about, even in Fantastic Four, which are a little bit more fun. Again, yeah. Matt Frewer, that's why it's not number six, gives his his all. And I loved just getting to see like the X Men, and as we, you and I talked about Erica, I would have absolutely been down for the show. Mm-hmm. I would one hundred percent watch that show. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I would have been a big fan. But this is as a first time episode. It's a little clunky. The kids are not likable. They don't like each other. It's hard. It's hard to get no. into it. You're you're just trying to get into the. <laughs> Erica's having a tough time right now. <laughs> yeah. So those kids are likable, but the Fantastic Four are likable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to. What? He saw, he knew Susan as a child. Oh yes, that's very as problematic. A child. The tenure jump is purely to try to make it. 
now they're going to hook up, and now it won't be a, a oh. weird because 10 years has passed. I'm like, no, it's going to be it's weird, weird regardless. It's He knew yeah. her as a child. And like, he touched her not. face, which is gross. Yeah, not, not. That's not. And there was no reason <laughs> oh. for that time jump and for him to know her as a child. There was no nope. reason for any of that. It no reason for any of it. I didn't. Um, I, but anyway, uh, but uh, for Generation X, I, I can just. Can I say something else about Fantastic Four that bothers me? Yeah. The blonde hair of the storm. The blonde yeah. hair of the storms. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's particularly it's Johnny's. Cartoonish. It's not yeah. it's yeah. not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like they look like uh yeah, it, it it looks like a parody of Sound of Music or like it's just like mm-hmm. you know they could have they could have found better wigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just dye their They were right hair. next to the like, better Fantastic right. Four uniforms that it's... were somewhere in the other closet. <laughs> oh, those, oh, those, those uniforms. uniforms too. It's it's <laughs> they're rough. They're they, really rough. they are tough. They are tough. It's 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 like I would say if I if you pulled up with three of your friends and you were like, Yeah, it's Halloween or just the Fantastic Four and those outfits, I'd be like, Bravo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Like you did like cosplay to the best of your abilities. <laughs> right. For film? <laughs> yeah. It's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crime. Agreed. There's Agreed. a good chance in both scenarios though that someone's mom made those suits. Oh, absolutely. Mm, For yes. free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For free. Yeah. 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 And 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 they oh. just got that poor guy who played Johnny Storm. They just got him a bottle to dye his hair, yeah. and we're like, "Go home yeah. and take care of that, and we'll see you yeah. tomorrow on set." And like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to go to a salon." They're like, "We don't. No, 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 no. that's not. No, no. <laughs> we don't have that kind of money. But you can do it. You can do it on your own. That's something you can do on your own." To get back to Generation X, the 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 Generation X, they have better uniforms, but we don't see that uniform to the very end. I love Matt Frewer. But what is he doing? Why does the dream dimension matter? Like it felt, and I mentioned this in the episode, but it felt like that dream thing was part of another script that somebody was just like, oh, I'll just use that and and then just throw in, mm-hmm. you know, mutants into the mix. But I'm like, I if he had gone into the dream dimension, Matt Frewer, become, got that latent X gene rockin' and became and had suddenly powers and then became a bad guy that they then had to fight that would have made sense they instead go into the dream for like a minute all failed miserably trying to kick his butt and then just sort of and then just managed to kind of get rid of him but not really it was like uh i mean it's almost as worthless as those lasers were in protecting that diamond in fantastic four (laughs) because that little gremlin from underground just skipped Step, yep. skip, the jeweler, yep. right the over jeweler. There. jeweler, the, the jeweler, the jeweler. He had a little, he had a little jeweler glass yeah. over his eye. I mean, come on, yeah. again, confusing. Respect the trade. Didn't Respect know he was a jeweler. Confusing. It's yeah, uh, yeah. It's such a. I mean, I will hold back. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, hold you don't. Back. You may not need to. You're number four, Tarek. Let's go to your number four. Oh uh, well, we're staying on the same film. My number four is Generation X. Mm. All right. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Eric, yeah, Universal. Okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. I, I'm okay. Okay. I mean, for a lot of the, re- it's my number four for a lot of the reasons that were discussed, but it's not higher than three, two, and one. 
one because it was it's pilot it's very clearly a pilot this was yeah. a pilot mm-hmm. or show that like you i would have watched i would have enjoyed i was reading generation x at the time um and i remember being like really upset again like similar to fantastic form like why do this when you know you can't actually do it right um right. skin mm-hmm. Like the thing about Generation X, like as a comic book fan, like skin was like had gray skin and was almost horrifically deformed. And that was a huge like character trait. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. And they try to, you know, uh, I think the actor, Augustin Rodriguez, he's doing a good job. But. You know, it's the this is before the X Men movie of the two thousands, and he's just like, well, I just don't want to be a mutant. I'm like, who wouldn't want to? Like, you're a handsome kid, and you can stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the world's your oyster, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. Like, um, and that's so, what that was my yeah, point. I, was like, for him to go into the dreams and try to talk with her during the dreams, like if he had right. that weird skin color and he was so like couldn't talk to girls so he'd had to talk to them in their dreams this would make right. all of the sense but as a handsome dude who can stretch his arms and stuff or whatever just go talk to her dude it doesn't make it just go doesn't make any her. just go up and talk to her you already got in with her yeah. friends they did they, they, they did the banana split trick but like mm-hmm. just go talk to her somewhere else and he then he does even at the at the carnival I'm like I don't see why you need to now get into yeah. her dreams and it's it's it kind of comes off as creeper stuff, mm-hmm. you know. It's like it is creeper, it is creeper. Um, and you know they have these two mentors with Banshee and uh, um, Emma Frost. Emma Frost, who I just I can't get past Banshee's vests. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were big in the nineties. That was that meant, like you were a sophisticated man. Mm-hmm. You were wearing mm-hmm. slacks, mm-hmm. a mock turtleneck, and a vest. Mm-hmm. You were oh that guy. That guy drinks wine. Like yeah. <laughs> that guy. That man is an adult. Um, but that's not Banshee. That's not Banshee. No, like no, no. Banshee's got he. Banshee is a ginger with big old mutton chops and is very Irish. And this guy is getting a check. Um, and I know they keep alluding to like the larger X world, but it just doesn't. I'm like, no, all right. The the rest of the show, I get out. I, I, I feel like I would get that feeling, but it just falls flat. And so the most entertaining, most comic booky thing about the film is Matt Fuhrer. And... Yeah. And then at the very end, like, you know, she steps out in the Generation X uniform. And I just remember being like, okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, that was the show. And I was right. just like, yeah, it's so it like felt, now, now that we've beaten the bad guy, like, here's the uniform. Now, like, yeah. You just didn't want like to make six pot. of these? <laughs> you just wanted yeah. to make one. <laughs> just wanted to make one. It felt like a pre pilot. And I was, you know, and so. It's not as unwatchable as Fantastic Four, but it's not great. It's not it's not fun enough for me to just like look past the flaws, and it's not it's not uh, yeah. It's just kind of mid. It's very mid for the '90s, mm. and that's very mid. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you did you see this in '96? Did you see it when it debuted? I, did. I taped it. This was another one I taped. <laughs> you didn't uh, skip. You didn't skip uh, a social event for it, but you did <clears throat> record. The it. Listeners are probably finding out a lot about Tarek Davis' seniors. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I actually did not see it in the 90s, but I wish in the version that I watched that, and I mentioned this in our episode, that I wish it would have had the commercials. Mm. You know, I was really, because it it was weird to watch it. I hadn't seen it before, but it was weird to watch it all the way through because there are some very obvious, like, oh, that was was the commercial break. And so it felt very odd to just go right, to just keep going. So I wish I would have had it with, the, with the commercial and, and technically the version that we did all see which i think i sent you the link for as well that version is technically i believe the canadian version because that actually mm. has the scene where she says she drops two f-bombs where jubilee drops oh, two yeah, F-bombs. Yeah. i taped it and i never watched the tape after taping it so that's how i f- mm. like that's where I that's how you it. felt about yeah yeah mm. i was just like mm. oh I'm, ta- I'm taping this i'm gonna watch it again never watched it again yeah. Um, wow. Well, at the risk was... of messing up our our flow, I feel I I have to jump in and say Generation X was also my number four. Mm. So, sorry oh. to skip over you, Mark. Wow. But I just feel like we're on, no, we're on the right. top. But it was also my number four. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, for a lot of the same reasons, I think I struggled with my number three and my number four because I actually genuinely really enjoyed generation X. And I felt like 1996 Erica would have also really liked generation X. Um, But yeah, I think it, it, I like that it had um, for me too. listeners. You have to understand I've been watching so many new world pictures movies for the last three years. (laughs) And it was just fun to watch a movie where a lady wasn't just imprisoned or there to show her boobies or there to yes. um, be a victim in some way. Yeah. So it was refreshing to watch as silly as it is, as you know, as it could have been much better. Yes, of course. Could it have been better? hundred percent. But it was so refreshing just to watch ladies as different characters and as characters with powers and trying to figure that out loved it i loved all the 90s references it yes. just was yeah. so great mm-hmm. i yeah th- so agent hoodie and agent blowfish mm-hmm. yes like just dripping with 90s nostalgia so yeah. i i found that just edie so brickell edie brickell on the same level uh, as eddie better <laughs> yeah I mean, there was a time. Yeah, yeah. there was, was a time. A time. <laughs> it, it was when this movie was made. It yeah. was touch and go for a little while there, America. It was, it was yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah, we were ready to. We were embracing Edie Brickell. We were, we were. hard, we were. hard. We were. Uh, she let 90s. go. She let go. She did the yank. Yeah. <laughs> we were holding her. We were holding her. We're not letting you go, Edie. Yeah. And she did the yank. She cut her hand uh-huh. off. She cut she her. Hand. That's right. That's right. She's like, no, yeah. no, yeah. America. I'm cutting no. my hand off. You're not but I think, uh, you know, as we mentioned too, though, that the, the um, version that you have to watch is not good. It's very grainy. Yeah, it's that's just the tough a, part. I think it's a it, rip of someone's VHS tape, probably. So that does like knocks it down a little and, bit and for that, me. And I think it will be hard for a lot of people to get over that yeah. watching it with that poor of quality. And, that, and that's for me also to, to, to go back to Death of the Credible Hulk, uh, which we got the DVD for because mm-hmm. you can't stream it. It's right. 
that is why, you know, that also is tough because that deserves a better quality and Generation X deserve a better quality. If they were better quality, I I might be able to have an even better enjoyment. And I tried to watch better versions that I'd find online, but you just you just mm-hmm. don't get a very good copy no matter what you do. It's tough. Mm-hmm. I saw a better version because I actually saw a uh, a touched up version of Fantastic Four, an unreleased movie. And they had done they had gone through and and retouched up that movie to make it look as good as they could a bootlegged movie that was never released and it looked better than generation x that's wild that's such like, a that's shame, a, such a shame. Yeah. that's a bummer yeah mark we skipped over you what's your number four my number four is death of the incredible hulk okay uh, for all the reasons that all of you said okay, okay. except I for didn't, erica i didn't uh, nope, i didn't say erica. reasons <laughs> Uh, it's, I find it so hilarious. Well, first of all, there's so many parts of the movie that don't make sense. How is she in the liquor store when he drives in, like drives into it? Like, how was she, how did she already know he's going to be there? That doesn't make sense. How he's working for a government, high security government research lab. And they didn't do any kind of background check. Nope. To figure out that he's David Banner. So he's been able, okay. Th- that alone is like, wait a minute. So they, so they think he is just sort of a <laughs> s- mentally slow uh, janitor. But yet his security credentials of his past evidently get him into the highest security part of the building. Like they don't have any roles or rights access in that building. It's just like, as long as you have the pass... You can get into any room you want. So he well, can just Mark, in the middle even of Even the- high max security has to be dusted and swept yeah. and straightened <laughs> yeah, up. I right. mean, they I, put I the no food, don't be in the trash in here. And people always do. It doesn't matter floor. how many signs you put up. People are going to put their lunch in there because they're lazy. He's very He's attentive to, to that floor. It. He's really making it. sure that he cleans up that floor. <laughs> and like, very attentive to that they floor. probably looked up like, do you think he's David Banner? It says David Bellamy. Well then, yeah, I, it says <laughs> David Bellamy. I know, but we've yes, all seen we've all seen pictures of David Banner, and it looks just like him. And then he didn't grow his hair HR. long. You know what? Says Bellamy. He wrote you know Bellamy what? down in pencil. So I don't I care. That. I don't care if he's Mary Poppins. Have you seen those bathrooms? You could eat off those toilet seats. I don't care who the guy is. We're not letting him go. Uh huh. Right. Highest yeah. level of security for this guy. You see the way he cleans <laughs> toilets. Let them in anywhere. They're scientists. Right. The worst bowel movements. They're horrible. Well, they're guys full of coffee and, you know, bad, you know, just quick meals that they get on the go as they're in between research projects. All that Come carrot on. cake? I've been scrubbing carrots off those toilet bowls for months. <laughs> My number four, we've all heard this one before, is Captain America, 1990. Mm-hmm. Ah. It makes sense. Again, uh... I think the fact that it's Albert Pune is something mm-hmm. that draws me back in a lot. Yeah. He's uh, just a director yeah. I really like, and there's touches in there that I, that are there. That said, and I know you could probably feel this, Derek, I watched this thing and read to this thing many times back in the day, just yeah. hoping, is it better? Yeah. Did it, it improve? Was... <laughs> when I rewound it, put it back in the box, returned it, <laughs> did they just change some stuff? Did, it, did yeah. they mix up the previous ingredients? And now it's good? But it was very, it, it was upsetting. It was yeah. upsetting. This was the early 90s. This The MCU was this. From the late 80s, you had The Punisher. 
and you had those. The those, Punisher was Dolph Lundgren, yeah. But that's in the, technically from '89. But the then right. you had like the Incredible Hulk movies. Like there was nothing, and yeah. I would rent and re-rent the pilot version of the live-action Spider-Man show and rewatch that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it was all I could get. <laughs> it's all you could get. I there's one more. It was Doctor Strange. Yes, right. From the 70s. And the, and the early 70s Captain America movies, too. The Red Brown one. Yeah, ones. with, uh, with uh, him on the Red motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Red Brown, bless his heart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they made two. They made two. That's all we had. This is all we had. So when we had Captain America, I was like, okay, okay. And I saw the suit, yeah. and I was like, Okay, not it's not great, but it's not terrible, and uh, renting it yeah. was just frustrating. I think now that you can see it in a better version, I, there's a lot more of like they had no money to make a Captain America money, no money, and they no. man, did they try? Did they try to eke they out tried. every they dollar? They did try. They yeah. did try, and I gave points for effort. There are some <laughs> yeah, yeah, ill effort I'm seeing in areas. It's just that the areas don't connect. <laughs> if right. they were, they yeah. but there's there's definitely effort. Yeah, Ned Beatty's putting an effort. <laughs> Ned Beatty, Ryan's doppelganger, Ned work. Beatty. <laughs> Ned, Erica what is type. It? Erica's type. Right, uh, she I loves said a, somebody's. She loves a Ned Beatty. <laughs> this is adorable. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't he had longish gray hair. I don't know. Watch out, Ned. Watch out. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why the Red Skull not does not become red. I feel like did they save money in that move? Because they still need to put makeup mm-hmm. on him. It's not like he doesn't oh, have makeup on mm-hmm. him. I, it, it, do you just <laughs> why? And I'm not saying like the Red Skull that they had was terrific, but like, what do you? Although, I have after watching this movie again. I have a pitch for a Netflix show of Red School, uh, Red Skull, House of Gucci, like <laughs> just a show about him and the bored model assassin family. Pierce, <laughs> so bored, so Italian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Armin Zola is the neighbor. Just give me Red Skull House of Gucci, please. Yes. Uh, well, you have to keep you have to keep the one lone Italian version of Red Skull for this House of Gucci, yes. <laughs> which yes. is what this ha- this movie contains. But there is tons about uh, about as we talked about with Captain America that I super loved and. Love that he has a friendship with the president. I love that the president's yeah. been carrying around a picture of Captain America that he took that looks like nothing. That looks like one of those pictures you took when you had to yeah. get all the when you had film cameras and you were like, yeah. This this picture is gonna be fucking awesome. And you came back and it's just like it looks just it doesn't look like anything. You can only see the flash in something. It's like you flash in a mirror yeah. and it just ruined, overexposed the whole picture. Like, shit, I should have opened everything. that window because the flash hit. Right. And now I can only see my face in the flash and <laughs> yeah. how dirty that just, window is. It looked Damn like it. the most miserable picture. And he's 
devoted his life to this photo. And I'm like, there's his whole life. He oh. became president of the United States because of this because picture. Of yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's yeah, oh. there's oh, there's a lot in there that's that's very that's very mm-hmm. delightful. But listen, Ryan, we could keep it going because Captain America is my number three. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Wow. Wow. It. I'm going to talk about the pluses. I think we've 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 (laughs) talked about the negatives. I'm, but please do tell. Like I said, (laughs) I'm I'm rewatching this and I'm like, okay, it's definitely a movie. Like, (laughs) it's a movie. Like, you cannot take that away from it. Can't take it away from it. Is this the? Are you getting to the pluses? Yes. Uh, <laughs> there was a DP, uh-huh. a director of photography, and some of that photography is really good. Like yeah. uh, some of the set design. Like when I'm in the 40s, unfortunately, we're not in Brooklyn. We're in California, but <laughs> it gets like all right. I'm getting the vibe of the 40s and um, set design, costume design, the performances. Uh, I don't know the actress who's playing what's her name who plays Bernie but she's doesn't have a lot but she is giving that performance she is really Kim, upset Kim Gillingham is her name who played Bernie yeah. and then Sharon um, the mom from the Christmas story yep. uh, like doesn't yeah. again have a lot to work with great Melinda performance Dillon. For, like, for that very quick scene she's in She's everyone. I'm giving bonus points to everyone for acting their asses off with a nothing script. Yep. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Um, yeah. yeah. You needed those like, great performances. They, they like, you had to nail it. And they have an amazing cast in right. this. Incredible. Right. I, I know we make fun of the rubber ears. <laughs> Outside of that, I think it's a really cool costume. Um, I think it fits him well. He looks like Captain America. Uh, outside like, of the ears, it's sillier his costume in Avengers in the actual Avengers yes. movie. That yes. costume is, is so cartoony, and just in it's that so one cartoony. Movie. This costume to me feels it one feels like it's ripped from the pages of the comic, but it also feels like you know they were looking at Michael Keaton's suit from '89 Batman. Um, they're looking at Christopher Reeve's costume. It's a good blend, I think, like with better lighting. And if they just like had a little bit more pre-production, it would have uh, the shield wouldn't look as plastic. Um, <laughs> yep. But overall, like it doesn't like watching it doesn't take me out of it. I think the 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 one the worst thing about the costume are the eye holes. Like it it is it's giving the eighties plastic mask cutting into the eyes i'm like mm-hmm. give that guy like shape it to his face um yeah. but you know i'm looking at it i'm like no they're uh, they're i'm looking at the the wings and the on the and his belt i'm like and he's got like abs i'm like no someone spent time on this costume i can't say the same thing for generation x fantastic four someone spent time on this and tried to make it feel have a feel to it um, some of the action scenes aren't terrible. Uh, that first action scene <laughs> at night, 
They aren't <laughs> terrible. I didn't say they were good. <laughs> they aren't they terrible. Are uh-huh. Terrible. Uh, like for the time and for the budget, it's serviceable like him fighting the Nazis. I wish that was more of the film. Mm-hmm. I wish more of the film was actually in ni- in the 40s. You know, in yeah. World War II in the 1940s. Yeah. Um when they finally get to the castle in the third act, when he's taking out some of the the Gucci uh, model vill- uh, goons, mm-hmm. uh, some of the action, some of the action, the the pune action is there, and it's it's mm-hmm. like okay, it's cartoony bad, B movie bad, which today, like watching a lot of movies today, I'm also watching it from that filter. I'm like, that's why I say like it's a movie. There's so many movies today that goes. You know, I call them straight to Tubi, um, and they are just terrible and horrendous. Visually, they're an assault to the eye. Like yeah. they don't yeah. feel like a film. They feel like I'm watching like uh, doesn't even feel like a VHS film. It's like I don't, I don't have a term to describe how terrible and offensive they are mm-hmm. to the eyes. This um, Pune does his thing with this, and I'm like it feels at least like a B movie. Yeah, and sure. that raises it raises it in terms of quality for me, with the performances, with the like Matt Salinger. I think is doing a lot of work just with his eyes, and he doesn't have a lot of dialogue, but when he does, he's trying to do a Christopher Reeve wholesome hero thing where he's like, yeah. "Gee whiz, Mr. That's President!" Right. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, like I can't when he ditches her. He's like the lat I have to for bernie i can't have his daughter i'm like i get that like it's a sweet like he just got back from you know how long 40 years of being deep sleep and the love of his life is dead i'm not gonna have her daughter get killed right she's more competent and a much better superhero than i am (laughs) but i'm still this gee whiz uh i also love when he's like you know ned Beatty picks him up I don't know how that happened uh, in that random forest in Canada. And he's like, Ned Beatty's more capable than you think. Yeah. More capable than we think, but he's so shell shocked, but he's still with it enough. He's like, wait, you have a Japanese recorder. This is a Volkswagen German car. I'm out of here. You're a spot. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a really, there's to me, that's like, all right, there was more script that we were denied. Nice. Nice. Mark, what is your number three? Uh, my number three is Michael Knight Fury, Agents of Baywatch. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. This, the, I mean, this, whoever thought to cast David Hasselhoff in this role, I'm at one part embarrassed for, and one part so proud that that person deserves a promotion because yes, they saw, they had a vision for him. Uh, they believed in him. He doesn't pull it off, but good for them for giving him a shot. Because yeah. no matter what he does, and he's playing opposite of all typecasting. He's like, this is my moment. I'm going to reestablish myself as an actor. I'm going to finally win over the United States and not just be a superstar in Germany. <laughs> and you don't believe anything he says. 
Not nothing. <laughs> and he's chewing no. that scenery harder than he chews that cigar. And you don't believe really any is. of it. And no. there are also massive leaps in logic. And I'll, I know that we have a lot to cover, so I won't belabor it. But they're just one. They get blown up out of the sky. Mm-hmm. But somehow manage before they fall into the water to put on wetsuits and grab all their weapons and have it ready to go. So when they climb out, they are ready to go. Mm-hmm. Ready mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You don't typically, when you get shot out of the sky. Typically. 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 <laughs> I'm not saying, wait, I'm not saying it can happen. I'm not saying it can happen. What I'm saying is, typically, <laughs> you, you don't go, hold on, I got to, I got to put on this wetsuit, and you know that's hard to do. Hold on, hold on, guys. I got to put on the wetsuit. How, how many gonna... times has this happened to you, Mark? That you have been blown out of the sky? <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, it typically happens fast, and I've taken on and taken off a few wetsuits in my time. You got time? You got time? <laughs> you got time. Uh, you got and time. then put on the weapons It'll bubble, happen for and you got to make sure you have all your ammunition. You're kind of doing a one like I got this. Did I bring that? Oh wait, hold on. In the back, I got to go get my phone. Like, you know, you typically don't have it. But I would have did. loved to watch this scene, to be perfectly yeah. fair. I would have watched the hell out of the scene. Too. If they're like, would... the missile's coming out the jet, then you see them, and they're like, oh, can you hand me, look, <laughs> my knife's over there. Can you hand that to me? Great. Oh, great. Thank you. Had that been this... in the movie, it's getting I may have ranked it higher. Oh, hold on one second. Let me just, I'm going to yeah. check my breather. <laughs> got air. Okay, good. We're good to go on that. <laughs> you got time. You got time. <laughs> you got time. Nick, uh, the missile! Like, ex- just a second. <laughs> I got my eye on it. I got my eye on it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it out of my good eye. Don't you worry about it. They don't explain <laughs> how how they survived the crash, let alone have all the equipment. And no, land yeah. perfectly in, in yeah. the water next to the base that they have to get to. Yeah. What? Yeah. what how, how, did, how did they have those coordinates figured out? Mm-hmm. And how did he not tell anyone until the moment before he used it that he had a an, an eyeball that had a bomb in it right? just sitting in there? Like, yeah. You wouldn't bring that up sometime and be like, hey, guys, just by the way, I got this little thing that like, we need it. I'm ready to go. Nick Fury wouldn't. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Hasselhoff would have told you, like, immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, not Nick Fury. Not the Fury. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. This, it, it, it was, like, Hasselhoff there were so on the, many. On the bathroom door, like, hey, 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 what are you doing in there? I got, I got, I got a bomb in my eye. My bad eye. Right. Well, I'm bomb. going to the bathroom. I know, I know, I know, but I got, I got a bomb <laughs> in my eyeball. You got time. You got time. <laughs> you got time. <laughs> you got time. But I think because he's in this movie, it ranked higher for me because. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I just was confounded by his whole, his one-liners. I I, I mean, he, uh, look, Freddy Krueger would have thrown those one-liners back and been Robert England would have said, "No, I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm not yeah. saying those." That, not David no, Hasselhoff. That's he not going like, to work. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> now you have in my head the I, the beautiful image of Robert England playing Nick Fury. Like, Ooh, yeah. Now that I could yeah. get that behind. That would be interesting. I could, get, yeah. I could really get behind that. Just a That'd slight variation from his Mangler character. You know, yes. instead of... Well, without the, the cane. Without the no cane. cane. No he cane. Couldn't have the cane. Yeah. I haven't but. seen that movie in a very but, long time. I have yeah. to dust that one off. Um, do you? Yes, Mark. Do you? Like, 
like a like a sloppy burger eaten off of a floor in a drunken night. He gobbled up all those bad lines and said, "Gimme, gimme." Come on, we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been there. Don't don't throw, don't catch it. Don't throw shade. We've been he there. He read the script and they were like, "What do you think, David?" And he was like, "It's perfect. When do we start?" <laughs> yep. You bet oh, he did. Uh, any suggestions? No. 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 Just, Let's go. I, can we start today? Is that a suggestion? He's Let's like, start. I'm already in full leather, yeah. so I could probably shoot this afternoon if you want. <laughs> yeah. So you sure? No notes. No notes at all. <laughs> nope. None. None. Hundred percent great. <laughs> all right, okay. Eric. Let's let's get into it. Let's get into your number three here. <sighs> Guys, my number three at long last is Hulk. Oh. Death of the Incredible oh. Hulk. Okay. Death okay. of the Incredible yeah. Hulk. Um, Up to three I'm, here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a little surprised yeah, about this one. There's there's reasons that it was in my top three. It's absolutely a top three. Um, again, I, I love the that they have the, the lead in there do all of those crazy accents and characters. Oh, <laughs> oh, I know. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, just loved it. I love that. I hold on to that. Yes, she does take her top off, but you only really see her back. Because it's a TV so, movie. Because mm-hmm. it's a TV movie. So there's, you know, very little uh, exploitation, which, again, was a real nice break for me (laughs) after watching all these New World Pictures movies. Um, And I just loved it. I love the music. You guys, the music is so good in this movie. And it's just it 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 had so many enjoyable things for me. And it's fun. Yeah, it's it's my number three. It's my bronze. (laughs) Bronze medal goes to bronze. Yeah. All right, my number three. No. My number three is gonna be Fantastic Four. Uh, mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just <laughs> so bad. I'm just. Nobody's sketching you as a knight on a horse tonight. <laughs> I just look. I, I know that. For you, the effect of Death of the Incredible Hulk comes from watching all these New World Pictures movies. The effect of watching the Fantastic Four for me having watched all these new world pictures movies is that it felt very comfortable <laughs> it okay. was like okay. i was like this is i'm like i get this i know that there's another guy ole sasson directed it i i know it wasn't uh you know corman but i also know corman likes to put as a producer is very good at putting his thumb on the scale on on, on everything and this felt like a corman production they shot it in the same Venice studio that they shot a lot of the, the new world pictures, like, you know, uh, battle beyond the stars and all that stuff. They shot all that. It's, this was, this felt like, Oh yeah, this is a real new world. And for a new world esque movie, this felt like pretty high budget, uh, for it. I, I loved, uh, honestly, Mm -hmm. you know, the other thing about it too, is that everybody has a reputation that this movie sucks and it's a piece of shit. But we have legitimate Fantastic Four movies made since this was made with hundreds That's of true. millions of dollars. And they That's are true. garbage. I mean, yeah, I, can, I can laugh at the way Johnny Storm looks. But, and I know I'm maybe a little, a little critical here, but it, does he look worse than the Silver Surfer? I mean, uh, I mean, uh, mm, mm, they they they've made legit movies with budgets and stars, and they yeah. 
this isn't that bad. I will right. say about the Silver Surfer, when he's not CGI, and it's just, um, I forget the name, famous actor who does all the body. Yeah, Doug Jones, I think, right? Doug Jones, yeah. Uh, whoever, like, there's a, when, like, he loses, I guess, his sheen, and Dr. Doom takes his powers, and, like, it's just Doug Jones, but it's he's not CGI, he's in makeup. I'm like, he looks great. Mm-hmm. Why just not do this? Yeah. The whole film. Right. Like, um, like this is he looks great. He's there. You can touch him. Like it's a he looks like an alien. Like to me, that was the cool. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. The Silver Surfer is an alien. Like, yeah. that's really cool. And like the yeah. Doctor Doom, like generally, like they got that pretty much right. Where he looks great. I mean, <clears throat> he sounds silly. And he's not remembering his past and the way he becomes Dr. Doom is like, I don't know why we, I don't know. It felt like here's the first Fantastic Four movie. Let's throw in some left turns. It's it's like, it's weird that Sue Storm knows him as a kid. That's weird. I don't know why you needed that. There's some weird stuff. But There's too much face touching. Am I right? But then... (laughs) But then you have Doctor Doom who's sitting on like a Temple of Doom chair yeah. on top of a pyramid with the two with, yeah yes. with, flame with the two cauldrons. flaming cauldrons below him, just hanging out, looking and at. Then, I don't know. We never see the reverse angle. I don't know what he's staring at. We don't he know. He just hangs out up there all for days and, and laughs. The minute the mm-hmm. jeweler first lifted up out of the sewers, I was like. Is this oh, is this Mole Man? Is this their version? And oh. no, mm-hmm. no, it's not. I mean, it is a man who is a jeweler and he needs yeah. to be a jeweler to steal this concoction of diamonds that Reed Richards yeah. has in order to do this experiment in space. And that character is so dumb and did not need reinvention or invention. It did not need invention. It was like that I again, all these new world movies, I was like this feels this feels right. This feels like home. Yeah, I think he was supposed to be Dollman. Oh yeah, I think that was actually something. And I, I don't know what happened. I remember reading that like I mean not uh, uh, Mole Man. I think he was supposed to be Mole Man. It's not Tim Thomerson mm. as the as the Dollman. No, I said Dollman. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. Now, that, I, now hold I, on. Put Dollman in the Fantastic Four, and I am in. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about Doll Man at another time. <laughs> yes. That is a real movie. That is All a right, real movie that exists. Yeah. Tim Thomerson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. I mean, we could get into the yeah. whole there's a franchise there. But uh Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is. But that's my number three. It feels like home. Fantastic four is my number three. Let's go on. We're we're getting close to the end here. Number two, Tarek. Number two. I mean, it's it's Michael Fury, you know. It's <laughs> yes, Agents of Baywatch. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Is it acted? Uh, is the acting good? No. <laughs> Does Michael Knight, aka David Hasselhoff, in any way convince me that he's Nick Fury? No. Mm-mm. But this film feels like a comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's a TV movie, it feels to me out of all of the all of the movies we've talked about thus far, 
embraces the idea of being a comic book and trying to translate that onto the screen um, the most out of all those films. Like, it's zany, the robots, Nazis, um, S.H.I.E.L.D. is a real thing. Um, they make references to characters who I was like, oh, Arnim Zola, Baron Strucker, um, you know, um, you know, uh, Lady, uh, Lady uh, DeFontaine, I can never say her, no. Oh, yeah. Whole name. yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, they're mentioning all these deep. Dumb, these dumb, Dugan. Dumb, dumb, Dugan. And I was just like, yeah, this is. All I'm, of this was lost on me. Yeah, all I, I was, I, I'm in. Um, <laughs> again, it was like, it, it, it gave me the same feel as the, you know, Trial of the Incredible Hulk and uh, the Incredible Hulk Returns. It's like, oh, they're, they're actually embracing right. the comic book they're getting it they get it yeah they get yeah. it and so this was this is 1998 i had graduated high school in 97 so i remember seeing this and just being like this is terrible but i'm enjoying the hell out of it mm-hmm. it's this is this is a b movie i can really just enjoy show to friends laugh at have a good time and leave it there. Had so, you seen this in '98? Did you see it back then? I saw it in. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm revealing a lot about my life. <laughs> I I made time to watch all these movies when they were available. Yes. I was in '98. I was dating. Like, <laughs> this meant. That right because I saw this by myself. <laughs> You're gonna take a night off, not hanging out with friends, not right. going out with a potential date. Oh no 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 no! Right, I am watching the Hasselhoff in a leather outfit and an eye patch. Mm-hmm. Not convince me for two for ninety minutes that he's a superhero. <laughs> Derek, what no. are you doing tomorrow? Oh, I um. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm busy. I'm just busy. I'm busy. What? What are you doing? Oh, mm, <laughs> just, just busy. It's busy. No big uh, deal. Yeah. You want to go see a movie? No. I I can't because uh, yeah. or will, but won't be. Oh, so yeah, not with you. Not with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's awesome. All right, Mark, your number two. And my number two is Blade. <laughs> oh, yes. Wow, I Mark. wondered if somebody was going to do this. Blade is number two. Okay, why? You know what? I don't want to because... know why. I don't want to know why. I'm upset. I'm upset. All right. I'm upset. I'm All upset. Right. Erica, what's your number two? My number two is Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more yeah, about that. I want to yeah. know all the details. Tell me more. Nick Fury, because of all the nineties is the nineties-ness of it all. I did not see it in the nineties, and I told Ryan I'm upset that I didn't. I just somehow missed it. I missed this one too. And I don't I'm know. I upset. somehow missed it. And I'm very upset that I missed it. I'm I, upset that we watched seasons of Agents of Shield, but we didn't see this. I know. We could have skipped yeah. all of that and just watched this over. Oh, but this, yeah. imagine like a double feature with this and Generation X, like the yeah, 90s-ness of it would just be, time. 
such a good time. Yeah, that would it's be fun. Ridiculous. Be- and you know what? You know why? It's my number two and not my number one. Accent work. I really wish that she would have called me. I really wish uh, I could have given her some pointers. You know, I could have really uh, Mm -hmm. done a lot because accents, you guys know, they just come natural to me. I'm just, uh, you know, it's a gift. So I could have really come in and and, uh, helped her out. Mm -hmm. There is a a reason why Sandra Hess was, was cast in the role of Andrea Strucker. And it's because she looks exactly like Andrea Strucker looks in the comic mm. books. Now, mm-hmm. she cannot do that accent <laughs> no. at all. Not in no. any stretch of the imagination. Right. <laughs> she do that no, accent. She... <clears throat> but that's partly why it is my number two. Oh! Because I loved her in it and loved, you know, <clears throat> I had so much fun with this movie. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I agree with you, what everyone said. I think that Hasselhoff's homework to get into this was to merely put on an eye patch, put a cigar <laughs> in his mouth, and just turn mm-hmm. and yeah. look. And he, that's the only thing he got about Fury was like, yeah. I I nailed Fury's steely gaze. Like, good work, <laughs> yeah. dude. That you had six weeks. Like, what are you about? What are you yeah. gonna sound like? Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I, uh, I didn't do any of that. I didn't do any of that. Yeah. You know. No. Um, I love that any action scene in this movie, when Nick Fury has to do any sort of punching or kicking, the camera is suddenly way up in the ceiling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we can, because Hasselhoff's not making those moves. Hasselhoff's not. not making. Yeah. He is. I mean, there's yeah. just him and uh, Rena together as like this. Will they? Won't they? Which oh. at one point oh, Erica I was like, to even mention was Lisa like, Rena. wait, oh. but they. I was. I had to remind you that they used to be a couple. And like they are. I'm like, but why is she suddenly into him? But she's not into him. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. It d- yeah. It's. I saw uh, David Hasselhoff once shooting a music video at Magic Mountain, and uh, <laughs> he was Whoa. he was singing. That's the sentence you need to put on the t-shirt. <laughs> That's not something we can just blow by. No, we gotta... no you're 100% right. That's going on the t-shirts. That's so going they on our t-shirts. They weren't really blocking anybody out of the, like, they weren't, like, keeping, do a lot of crowd control. They were just, like, guerrilla style shooting it. But he was, I, there was a, he was walking up to the camera and he did high kick and then turned and he kicked surprisingly high. And I was like, damn, that's, he can kick high. So I think yeah. there is a little athleticism in him that, uh, that, that I don't think it, I think by the time he shot this, it may have slipped a bit, but yeah, you know, yeah. this was, this was in the early night might have been late 80s that i saw him oh wow mm. okay at wow. the time i was also very confused i'm like why is he singing not realizing right. yet that he yeah, was that that, like a that career in germany right. wasn't commonplace yeah. knowledge at that point. right yeah. right right right. yeah i mean what but, david hasoff could do at that point we all knew was run down a beach with a buoy in his hand that we knew he could nail <laughs> doing a sweeping life preserver, ryan a buoy did you even watch the show <laughs> My God, I'll be ready. I'll be ready whenever you need. God. <laughs> Derek's doing the run. 
yeah, this this movie just I mean again, every time um Andrea von Strucker opened her mouth, it was like, yes, gimme gimme. I mean, yeah. this was not the same skill as Matt mm-hmm. Frewer, but the way she was going for it, I mean mm-hmm. Can we can we talk about her outfit in the end? Yeah. Her, the oh, the yeah. high collar uh-huh. and uh-huh. The, the red like the the Dracula kind of mm-hmm. going for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But then like yeah. sort of like the lace over her face and the spaghetti straps. Yeah. 90s. It was just yeah. the 90s. Yeah. It was the 90s. Yeah. And they, they like backlit. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing. It. Yeah, going for it. She's going just for guess. it. And they shot this, I think, this movie. They shot this movie on a set smaller than the one they shot the Fantastic Four on. It is. Oh, wow. So, no, I don't mean that as a fact. I'm just saying, looking oh. at the movie, <laughs> the set, like the, the the war room for S.H.I.E.L.D. is yeah. real tight. <laughs> real yeah. tight. And all they keep doing to try and make it seem like big is keep having people walk around behind them. And at one yes. point, a guy walks up behind Hasselhoff and is just like, putting a piece of paper down by him like nick fury's gonna read something your direction was like oh and you mr fury (laughs) nick fury's not reading that that's not something he's doing uh and they just try to keep moving the camera around i was like this set is so Mm -hmm. tiny it's so compact and they're just trying to like keep the camera moving keep people walking around make it feel big and large and it's not let's get into our number ones our top picks of uh, the 90s mcu Tarek. Should we just all say it at the same time? Yes. Except for Mark. Three, okay. two, one. Blade. Damn it, Mark. <laughs> Yay. All right, Derek. Blade. <laughs> Take. I mean, I think it's it was, just, it was inevitable. Started... Yeah. It was inevitable. It's the film that started the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's Wesley Snipes in his prime. Yeah. Um,. Chris Christopherson. It's a well-made movie that took a nobody character and with a decent budget elevated it. And when it came out in 98, pre-Matrix, pre-X-Men, pre-Spider-Man, pre-MCU, I remember seeing this in the theaters and was just like, yo, that was a dope action movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That happened to be a Marvel comic book movie. Um, the Bush Wright brings it. Uh, everybody no, in the film brings it. Justice, just, uh, justice for her though. What happens in part two? Why? What happened? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, she, they should have never dropped her as a character. I don't know why that happened. She um, is in charge of like the whole. The ending of the movie is hinges on her being able to coagulate all the blood. That's the big. And then yeah. you're like, well, that seems like a very necessary partner for Blade. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but guess who's back? To Chris. Me, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. The Blade okay. movie for me in 1998 was the first. I remember seeing Batman in 80, 1989 when it first came out, and blew my mind. Of course. Right? Yeah. And percent. the sequels, and you know, uh, you know, the the last Batman film with George Clooney came out in '97, and that's where the state of comic book films were. Yeah, and I was like, "All right, they're dead." And then 1998, Blade came in, and not too many people knew about it. And I knew about the character, and I knew about uh, knew the film was coming out, but I had no idea, no expectations. Right, and it blew the hinges off the door 
And two for and so for those who weren't around, a testament to how good the film was was it was number one at the box office like for for a while it did while. very well. In the days when and you had, didn't just like go in the theaters for like three weeks, you stayed in a theater for months if right. you were really good. Mm-hmm. Right, it did very well because it's a a very well made film mm-hmm. and. And it's, I mean, like prime snipes. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Prime <laughs> snipes. And he gets wow. every aspect of it. He's a badass, yeah. but he's yeah. also vulnerable because he has to keep mm-hmm. getting, getting the shots. He gets the, um, uh, not the comedy, but kind of those where he has those like, hmm. I love like he gets a couple of the jokes or like the one liner and then he just like turns and smiles and, you know, like as a wink to the camera like, or as a wink to the audience of like, mm-hmm. I know this is a one liner and I'm going for it. It's ah, uh, he just nails it. shot by the security guards in the hospital and he's just, are you out your damn mind? Yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes. 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 Uh, yeah. Great, he just got moment. every aspect of Blade in it. It's I mean, fun. I do love the Wesley Snipes we do right now where he is just like coming in as a character actor and like destroying every scene he like comes in and does like and you're yes. just like, whoa, Wesley Snipes yeah. just like destroyed Dolomite. Every scene he was in was just like He's so good. Incredible. Good incredible. But this was like this is why Wesley Snipes was a movie star because Blade, he is yeah. just bringing it and. He's so good, and Stephen Dorff is such an asshole. And I'm like, I I think he was like my the one thing about seeing it in theaters when it came out was I was a little like, oh, I don't know, I wish they gotten somebody other than Dorff. But seeing it, watching it again for this, I was like, no, Dorff is perfectly cast, Mm -hmm. perfect because he is. It is really this. It's like this boomer millennial issue where he is the millennial. Coming yeah. in, being like, I ain't going to do things your way. I smoke cigarettes. There's no need for a vampire smoke cigarettes. Right. You don't need to smoke cigarettes. Are you even getting anything out of the nicotine? But that's no, the thing. No. Is- yeah, but you can because it's never going to kill you. So right. might as well I mean, do you it. Can, you can do it. Yeah. I just don't know if you're getting anything from it. But, but it doesn't matter. My, that's, you know, that's Dorf. That's Steven Dorf's character. He's just, a, he's just such an asshole. And he's going to do things his way, unlike the yeah. old guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, me and my Nordic European vampire girlfriend were slathering each other up on the beach at the sunrise. It could kill us, but fuck it, who cares? Like, it's just... yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Also, the effects. I mean, especially seeing it now, we got a really nice Blu-ray of Blade, but like the effects, like they are the '90s, like, but they are the best of all the movies we've watched. Yes. Clearly, the best effects, but just. Still 90s enough to be like, oh, mm-hmm. this is awesome. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. the, the coagulated blood blow up vampires are like, ooh, yeah. chef's kiss. This but is it, wonderful. <laughs> I could watch this all night. How many films before Blade were doing world building like that? Like, oh, there's so many small scenes that they don't talk about. Like, two of my favorite scenes in the film. I have a lot, and I'll say, like, and then I'll, I'll say another favorite scene, but. Some of my favorite scenes of the film. One is just like when he gets, he goes to a store to get an ingredient for the serum. And the guy, like, you could see, like, the guy has, like, a similar haircut. And they got, like, a handshake. And and they're like, yo, what up, fam? And it's just like, 
yo, who is that dude? <laughs> what is your relationship? What is this under, like, these people know who Blade is. It's probably where he gets his fresh cut. And, like, right, right. They know about the familiars. And then you got the familiars. And there's that second scene when the Bushwright's character is in the elevator. And those two people are behind her. And that one guy's just like, what's up? And it's just like, oh, that dude's a familiar. And what the hell is that underground scene? What right. is right? What is the like? They're cops. They're politicians. It's almost more terrifying than the vampires. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The way they have weaseled into this whole world. Mm-hmm. Erica, your yeah. your favorite parts of Blade, or I mean, all of it. It I had forgotten a lot about it, but watching it. Um, because I did see this one in the theater again, not sure how I missed Nick Fury, but I definitely didn't miss blade. I remember seeing it, right. loving it at the time. It was super fun to rewatch it and just kind of love it all over again. I think the action scenes are great. The ending's terrific. Um, it, I mean, all the things that we mentioned, it's just, it's just fun. And it's, it's very rewatchable. I mean, I just rewatched very. it recently and yeah. I'm like, I could pop it in again. It's <laughs> just very have it up. It's yeah. And speaking of world building too, I love that um, like sort of like the blood rave where they have the sprinklers come on and it's just like showering blood, making it or like getting all the vampires all riled up. Like, And so that one dude is not a vampire. not a vampire, but has blood, stumbled like, across that, That's it. fucking terrifying. <laughs> yes. really? That would be terrifying. That, and that's in the very beginning. So you're just like, oh, wow. Yeah, to, to your point, Tarek, it's like, oh, this world is... This is a this is a different world where vampires absolutely yeah. exist, and he yeah. has accidentally, you know, stumbled across, uh, upon it, and it's very scary. I think it's just great. It's very it's fun. Yeah. one of the coldest openings of any film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, and then when he comes in, it's just like, oh, yeah, he's the he's the monster. He's yeah. It's very I am legend. Like, oh, mm-hmm. they all know who he is. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, it's um, great. Blade is great. Mark, you did not pick Blade. You picked Fantastic Four. Tell us why. I did. Um, well, first, I want to say I agree with everything that you guys said about Blade. And I did see it when it first came out. I don't think I saw it in the theaters. I think I rented it. Um, and looking at the timeline, that makes sense. I would have rented it. But I did rent it when it came out. It was a big movie. Um, and at the time, I I would not have known that it was any, had anything to do with Marvel. To me, it was a vampire action movie. Period. Mm-hmm. So the, any kind of comic book lore was lost on me. And in fact, until we talked about this as one of the movies, I didn't know that either. Um I never knew. <laughs> but, but, so I learned something, and I thank you guys all for that. Um, and I agree with everything that you said. But maybe you do like um, a little bit of uh, comic book movies because now you know Blade is one of them. I don't. Rem- I mean, I, I, I think it's. I, I think it's a good movie. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like a comic book movie to me. And I think that's you know even even knowing that I rewatched it. It does not feel like a comic book movie at all. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, it, th- so why did I not pick it as number one? It, it was it, it really comes down to two things with Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four of all these movies felt the most like a New World Pictures movie. And that's mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. I ranked it number one. Because yeah. from uh. the opening credits 
mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I I feel like all of these pictures of planets and the universe, mm-hmm. this is all pickup from Gal- from Battle Beyond the Stars that was just lying on the cutting room floor. And they're like, we can just drop Fair. this in here. No problem. Fair. And yeah. it just, the sets, everything, it just, this is a New World Pictures movie through and through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Right. As as a nearly we'll new it. world, it, it, nothing comes closer. So yeah, uh, that's why yeah, it's next my number next one. year we're gonna have to uh, put that on the uh, Mark's miserable marvelous May nearly new world lineup. It, it's 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 you know, Fantastic Four. It, it definitely had that. Uh, it has that new world feel that 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 we love. But Tarek, thank you so much for joining us for this. Yes. For this episode, yes, yes. pleasure. Thank you so, so great much. to have you. Yeah, it was my pleasure, guys. This was it was epic. This was a, <laughs> an epic, epic podcast. Please don't. I can't. I, I really, I think I hurt something laughing so hard. Um, but it's always a joy to talk films with you guys, especially these these films, which I made time for in my teen. <laughs> Yeah, and you, you gave up time with other people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. I gave up time. Um, but yeah, this was fun. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, our pleasure, uh, Tarek. Uh, you know, yeah. we love having you on the show. Um, and I knew you would, you know, when it came to, it was like, who am I going to talk to? I was going to want to rewatch a bunch of these 90s Marvel movies. I'm like, Tarek will do it. Tarek would oh, watch them. <laughs> You didn't have to ask. <laughs> I was like, I know terrible. You did have to ask movies. me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I had to force Mark into it. <laughs> this is yeah, so, thanks. so funny. Thanks. What was what was such a great opportunity for one was punishment for another. Just depends on which <laughs> yeah. side you're on. <laughs> you know, the, the the good news was that we 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 did episodes on a couple of these, so you know. You only had a couple extra yeah. that you had to watch. Another th- another three extra, and Erica. What was that? Never has to watch them. He never. Ha- he I never, never have to watch. Them. Thank God. Thank yeah. God. Would you rewatch? Yeah. Well, you would rewatch Fantastic Four, and you would rewatch Blade, and probably, yeah, probably uh, Michael Cage, Agents of Baywatch, right? <laughs> yes, Michael Knight. <laughs> Michael Knight, Fury. Agents of Baywatch. Yeah, I would. I feel like that's the one if I had to pick the, of the three. And like if I had to pick one tonight, that's the one I would pick just because I had never seen it before. And I feel like that is a movie that there's a lot more that you can take away from on a second viewing. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 It's also the only one that has multiple times where what what's her name uh, it, it does the comic book like ha 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 walking away you're like who does that who's like what are you gonna do you're just (laughs) laughing down a hallway what at the end of that are you like all right i i'm gonna go make some oatmeal (laughs) like what happens the the laugh has to die down it has to go right (laughs) 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 anyway i gotta go pick up stuff (laughs) at the dry cleaners so i'll be back (laughs) yeah um, I would be very interested in seeing that director's cut of Captain America, and I wonder if there's like some young snazzy editor out there who can like put a really good score behind it, 
and and re-edit it maybe to a 60 minute movie <laughs> but, <laughs> but i wonder like uh i really i'd be curious to see what that film will look like with a better edit hmm. yeah, would, yeah. It, would it bump up in my opinion i feel like it would yeah i mean it, the tough thing with that is that there is extra footage but that extra footage is all chit chat scenes like they did they yeah. kept cutting the budget as they're making the movie they would cut the budget like yeah. it, it it just but yeah i mean again it has something to, to what i was just saying to you earlier you and i tara kept renting this thing going it, it, it's got something it has something That's... there yeah did, did someone mess with it while i when i returned it to the <laughs> store did somebody get in there and mess yeah. with it and mix up the ingredients again somebody and messed... make it a little bit better somehow yeah. and it, it's it's got something it's just mostly yeah. what it's got is a, is a decreasing budget that made it difficult for them to pull off the movie mm-hmm. they wanted to mm-hmm. but mark we're done this is it this is the end of mark's miserable marvelous may part one how are you feeling I feel like i've lo- i feel like i've learned a lot about about myself i think i've learned a sure. lot about all of you um <laughs> i i don't feel better about anything i don't <laughs> I don't feel like I don't feel rewarded. You know, normally after you finish a marathon, like right. you're in pain, sure. which I, I could argue I'm in pain, but you have this sense of incredible accomplishment. You did something that not everybody does, uh, that a lot of people think is insane. Uh, and you say, wow, I, I worked hard and I did that. And I have none of that. I have none of that <laughs> gratification. I have only the pain. And and really lost time with friends and family, so thank you for this. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, and you're um, welcome. You're welcome. I look and forward we'll to this, a we fun pick this month up again next in year because I think June <laughs> we're heading into a real fun time. Oh, oh, Mark does not know what we have coming up in June. It's Ooh. gonna be fun. It's the kickoff to summer. Things uh. are. You, this is where. I mean, this is like fun and fancy free time. This is where I want to see. New World Pictures equivalent of Summer School or Better mm. Off Dead. Just fun summer movies that you can really just sit back, relax, I just have a laugh, and just oh, feel just good. My, just introduce my partner to Better Off Dead. Uh, she did. She had never seen it. Oh, wow. Oh, that's such a, a fun film. Such a fun film. So, that's so a fun portable. one. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Mark, put 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 your hands over your ears. Next month, everybody, we're going to be doing June Gloom, and we are going to go through the dark dramas that New World has released. So we're it is going to get pretty dark, uh, but we're going to do some uh, we're going to do some foreign films. We're going to do some bleak dramas. And we're going to really get into some of the, you know, some of the other avenues that New World has expo- has explored. So that's going to be our next month, June Gloom. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you enjoyed Marvelous May. Mark didn't, but we hope you did. Uh, please give us a five-star review if you can. And if you'd like to learn about all the rest of the shows that we've done, all the content and our T-shirts, including probably pretty soon a brand new one based on this episode, you can find all of that on our website, uh, newworldpicturespodcast.com. 
Find us there. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time on the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody.